0: Welcome to Season 2 of Talkin' Turns, where we take turns talking, and the talk takes a turn. I'm your host, George Knapp. Just a friendly reminder, this show contains adult content and is for mature audiences only. Hi, Hillary. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. <laughs> so here I am with Hillary Greenwell. Um, she's a friend of ours from, I don't know, we've known you for... Ten years, maybe.
2: Yeah, since we moved, little,
0: probably pretty much since we moved here. It's
2: been a while, yeah.
0: And um, I'm already loving this because she made me start the show off with a shot of <laughs> <Yeah>. vodka <laughs> to been... to relax, quote yes. unquote. Yeah, so um, this might be, may or may not be interesting, or we might just fall asleep halfway through the <laughs> podcast. Universe. So, Hillary, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I am a Florence native, South Carolina. So, born and raised in the South. Although I get a lot that I'm not from the South. People don't don't hear it, I guess. Unless I'm not in the South, that's not super interesting. Um, other than that, I I don't know re- what to say really about myself. I I work. I'm a single mom.
0: And you have a great radio voice because I'm watching. Of all my co-hosts, especially female co-hosts, you are like ten by ten with me on the uh, the the meter <laughs> over here. So I don't care what you talk about. Editing is going to be a breeze. Yeah. So just you could just you know say your ABCs and I'd be happy. Even okay. though the The audience may not.
1: Well, I always forget W anyway, so So (laughs) (laughs) I messed that up too. Lived in Florence, like I said, my whole life. I have went to school at Francis Marion. That's the the college there in town. And I have worked for, I don't know how many local businesses.
2: Right. Right. All of them. All of them. (laughs) I mean,
1: more than I would say most people in our small town actually work for local businesses. Right, right. um,
0: So... um, what was your degree in? Photography. Uh, fine so arts. You're you're one of those.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, so fine arts major, photographer. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um. Um. So of course you can't make money doing photography, so you had to do y- real work.
1: No, because um, right. I also was a film <clears throat> photographer. By the even while I was in school, literally while I was getting the degree film was falling off we started not being able to get color chemicals to process color film anymore really wow um digital started just taking over yeah Yeah. (laughs) and um well you know actually
0: film film right right. yeah okay yeah i got you i got um
1: yeah processing the film okay so
0: you're saying you your degree part of your degree was actually the processing process Mm -hmm. that was the majority
1: of my classes were film classes okay um So then, I was thinking
0: motion picture film. No, 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 not at Francis
1: Marion. Are you kidding me? I don't think. I don't know. I know
0: a a theater drama instructor there. So they do. Yeah. Which is, I think, they 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 have a decent. They move on stage. Yeah, they they have a decent theater (laughs) department. They just don't record it. They just don't record it. Okay, I got it.
1: Um. Yeah, they've got a good art art department, theater and visual arts. I would say for sure. So Um, you're right
0: there in that transition between film and digital. Yeah, literally,
1: like. I mean, I think the whole while I was in school, the the way digital progressed Mm -hmm. was insane. Right. Um, My teacher was old school, so she couldn't keep up. I had to self-teach a lot. Wow, that's
0: crazy. That's crazy.
1: Get through my internship. Yeah, I remember. I
0: mean, it was interesting when I got my degree in metallurgy. Some of what we do is we do um, photography under the microscope. Mm -hmm. And um, so I liked photography back then. When I and when I was a kid my grandma had a brownie box camera that I used to take pictures with. It took great pictures in the bright sunlight. Yeah. And uh, but of course she just dropped it off at the photo mat Mm -hmm. and picked it back up. I didn't really understand all the details of how it was developed. So I had to develop my own in college. Yeah, and then left and didn't really take pictures for a few years. And the next camera I picked up was a digital camera. Yeah. know, there was zero transition for me. It was just like, Okay, well this is interesting. And you can just set
1: that to auto and (laughs) Everyone's a But composition is still important. It is. I and mean, that's, that's where I think
0: Andrea outshines some oh, of her she competition. Takes, she takes amazing It's all about the photos. competition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not competition, about the composition. She has right.
1: what we, we call the eye, which is yeah. what I always had. It was a good thing to have, like when I was doing film, because I wouldn't have to um, do a lot of editing on the film pictures. Mm-hmm. It would just right. come out nice. Um, whereas mm-hmm. some people would use a pack of paper just to...
0: Just to make one shot. Just to get one
1: shot. Right. Right. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get that. Crap, I was thinking of a question, and (laughs) it completely, completely escaped me before when you were talking about uh, photography and working at a lot of different places, so
1: I uh, I should have written it down. Yeah, I was going to say, I never had a a job doing photography. I did have a job editing photos at the Florence Morning newspaper for a while, Mm. Um, but even the newspaper with the rise of digital right, and right. everything else. Well,
0: even um, their media has become I digital. Say, I mean, so yeah. it's not hardly, I mean, even newspapers the, publish the, more online than they the do. The print in was print. dying. Right, exactly. Um,
1: so I got to kind of witness a lot of that firsthand. Um, Great. Like the photojournalist, the journalist, um, you know, it was it was just kind of like, oh, well, this is not for me. <laughs> <This> you're <is laughs> you're like, a dying uh, industry voyeur. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, pretty much. It, right. So after that, I just kind of took the first art job I could get, which was um, at a jewelry studio doing silver work. We did a lot of wholesale, so mm-hmm. picking stuff out mm-hmm. for stores and shipping it out. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, I've worked for the toy shop, the local garden supply place, some dentist office. <laughs> there's a little bit of here, there, and everywhere. Now, when you say
0: ING, what you say doing? It sounds to me like there's a doing- K at the end. <laughs> Even though you don't say that, you don't say it that enunciated. But I yeah. noticed Lacey Atkinson, who's my um, partner in this, often she does her ing words that sound almost Doink. like a k at the yeah. end. So when you say you were doing, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a Gukka sound. It wasn't yeah. full k, but not full g. <laughs> yeah, just so, so there's something. My point is there is some southern in there oh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah, you don't have a big ass draw though. I mean, you're not
1: not typically.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a major draw to your accent. so no what I was going to ask you is so you've done podcasts before because you have a friend who I think this is an awesome idea Mm -hmm. um so explain the podcast genre theme whatever that you've done in the past
1: it's um if you want to
0: plug the podcast you can as long as the next time you guys do one you plug mine we we will and um
1: (laughs) uh, I I will and I think you would probably enjoy talking to either one of the main Mm -hmm. two hosts there um it's a it's called cinema chop shop we pick a genre of films be it the genre is kind of loose. It might be Nicolas Cage films. Right. It might be horror films. Right. It might be whatever. Film noir, or
0: whatever yeah. Film noir. From from we've done, that's, that's my expertise. We've
1: done. Uh, I think we've done some film noir categories, mm-hmm. like um, Bridget Bardo, I would almost right. consider right. film okay. noir. Right. And then we pick some of the best movies, best or worst. We usually mm-hmm. try to get a good one and a Crabby bad one. Yeah. Right. And then we remake them with um, actors who are kind of at the height of their um, powers or career, as we say. Right now, right. Yeah. Yes, okay. like modern day actors. Yeah. Which can be tough because mm-hmm. if it's a movie you love, it's hard. You can almost
0: only see. Yeah. right. So that's exactly. So you, when you told me about this, this is, you know, I don't, and I don't want to over talk the other podcasts, but um uh, when you mentioned this to me, I thought, that is an awesome thing. That seems unbelievably cool. I'd love to, yeah. you know, be one of their guests. I'd like to listen to it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So my, one of my favorite all-time movies is um, is It's a Wonderful Life with yeah. Jimmy Stewart. And so Jimmy Stewart is very kind of, um, you know, he's all of his characters, but especially that one, are kind of quintessential Jimmy Stewart. You know, yeah. very lanky, very flappy, very mm-hmm. emotional, very passionate. Um you know, a little bit of bipolar. You know, yeah. you know, his he always has a little bit of a dark side to his character, but mostly upbeat. You know, mostly manic, yeah. but occasionally very depressed.
1: Very distinct and, voice. and use
0: and a distinct voice. Yeah, yeah. and then he uses his um, body because he is has that lanky body. So, mm-hmm. so you can almost have to think of okay, well, who who's kind of lanky ish yeah. and odd like that? And then I was thinking, okay, so I want, so I could think of characters for all the other characters. Yeah. But like I don't, I'm not a particularly a Jim Carrey fan, and I'm like he's a little bit lanky. At least he was when he was younger, mm-hmm. when he was on um, uh, what was that show with uh, the Waylon Brothers? Oh, um,
1: um, what's it called? Yeah, with you know, The Fly Girls. A yeah, living color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living <laughs> color.
0: And um, <clears throat> he's a little bit heavier now, but yeah. But I didn't think he had the right personality for Jimmy Stewart, you know. And then I thought, well, who has a Jimmy Stewart personality? And I thought of some characters, some actors that are short and heavy set. you yeah. know, so I thought, okay, that's, that's, that just visually would be difficult. So I was really, really struggling Which, to think who would make a yeah. good James Stewart character in that particular role, especially, you know, cause that mm-hmm. role is a very different, different kind of role. Now yeah. for like the Clarence, the angel, I was thinking like Jack Black would yeah. cause it'd be the perfect, you know, kind of have a little bit dumb, but smart, dumb. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and kind of frumpy, but not yeah. like ugly frumpy. You yeah. know, so I was well, like, okay, I'm, I'm you know, I'm still what stuck I mean?
1: on Jimmy Stewart, mentally right? So that's why, that's exactly. Yeah. So
0: that was my problem. So you, you, had, you had mentioned this, this genre cons, this concept for this podcast to me. Yeah, and I thought that would be great. That would be fun. And I, I got to like three characters, and then I couldn't. I kept circling back to Jimmy Stewart, yeah. saying, "I, I'm out. Sometimes I got, I got nothing.
1: And I like, got nothing for me. Immediately, what comes to mind? Who doesn't look anything like Jimmy Stewart, but Dana Carvey sounds just like him.
2: Mm, and is very right, likable. Yes. And he's a little
1: right. bit of America's, you know, little, he's not America's sweetheart, but America loves elf. him. Yeah, yes. He, I know. And where
0: speaking of Elf, I mean, the other one would, might – would could be Will Ferrell, Will but, Ferrell. Will, I, but I don't, I've never seen, has Will Ferrell done anything where he's had a dark side?
1: Not a like necessarily a dark side. Uh, a little you know bit. I mean? There was that one movie. Everything must go. I believe it was called where yeah, like his wife left yeah. him, okay. and he um was just kind of a depressed alcoholic. Stuff, right? okay, yeah, right, right. yeah, I, mean, he I have no
0: like, idea what that would be like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he wasn't super super dark. I yeah. think Will Ferrell's always gonna Not have jump a little off the bridge lightness. thinking about yeah. your kids.
0: Dark. That's pretty yeah. dark. I mean, that was. I mean, you know, it's a wonderful life is kind of odd because it it it, it tries to make this certain point, which is a very point, in, important point to make but you know if you look at it just kind of on the surface it's it's a it's not a happy go lucky holiday movie that people that don't no. really watch it think it is it's kind of a It's a little bit of an existential kind of fucked up. That's how
1: I always felt about it. That's why I like it it because it is
0: dark, but it's, you know.
1: I saw it later on Mm. more. I don't remember it as a child, but Mm. I remember seeing it and thinking like, whoa, this is heavy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. It's not as light as they kind of, you know, make it out to be. And it's on, you know, every Christmas Eve and everybody's Mm -hmm. like, oh, let's watch this movie about this guy that kills himself or, you know, tries to kill himself. Yeah, that's a happy holiday theme, right? right? You know what I mean? Anyway, so yeah, if you think of somebody other than Dana Carvey who's short and you know, I could probably, like you said, voice wise, might be able to carry it, but it would be difficult because he's just such a physical. Some actors back in those days, especially, and I think there's some nowadays too, Mm -hmm. actors and act both male and female that do have a physical kind of presence, yeah, yeah, but not as much. I think back then because there was still, I hate to say, talkies were newer, but they, I mean, they were 20 or 30 years old by then. But I think still there was a lot of stage actors that became film actors. Nowadays, I think it's almost the reverse. There's a lot of – there's stage actors, there's film actors, and then there's some film actors so that do learn how to do yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. you know. And, um,
1: and you don't even often necessarily hear about it. I remember by ha- happenstance watching the Tonys the year that Brian Cranston won mm-hmm. and me being like, right. I don't even know. He was yeah, in a right, play. Right. Exactly,
0: exactly. But it's a different kind of acting, and I think maybe they've – I don't know. I'd, I'd have to ask my theater instructor friend, who maybe hopefully one of these days is going to be a, on on this podcast. You know, is that something that you really teach that there's a difference there now,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: and w- because you don't have that because when I watch film now, you don't have to overact because it's so realistic. It's in you know four K, yeah. eight million pixel by whatever billion pixels, and where back in the day, on stage you had to overact.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: because people could see you, you know. Yeah, to be
1: in that. You know? Yeah, that's why that physical right. presence right. means so much. And I think Alec Baldwin's a good um, example of yes. someone who just yes. can walk in front of a camera or across a stage and right. and is, you'll is, look at is, him is, is there. Yeah, right? no matter is, is very what he's much doing. There. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: right. You're absolutely right. Um, absolutely right.
1: And there there are a few, but when we're when we are doing the recast, one of the funny mm-hmm. things is mm-hmm. you're you're really focusing on the the appearance mm-hmm. and we have one person who always goes for face value mm-hmm. and i'll usually go for like personality, personality but, um right. but i like the face value too and then um uh, someone else will sometimes do themes um so it's like someone someone's who, body
0: of work or something yeah, yeah
1: like maybe all from the same show or actors who have been in something together, together or right. related right. somehow mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the original actor right. um right but it it's usually a good cast and you do have mm-hmm. to think about the other yeah, actors right. and everything involved but
0: yeah and i think that yeah that's i just thought, i just found it fascinating because yeah. i love film i mean yeah. i love uh movies that i've always liked movies i've always watched them with my dad and then you know when i got older i watched them with my you know friends family whatever mm-hmm. and uh i've always i've always been a huge huge movie buff. So yeah, I love movies um, too. It's... Yeah. Give me, give me, give me in on that, man. I, I, want, a, I want a little I bit will. of that action, man. I, I think I'd enjoy that.
1: I think you'd be good at it too. I mean, if you're already <laughs> thinking about it, cause it's not easy. Some people will come on and just like, like, Oh, like not, yeah, <laughs> no right. idea.
0: And you have to have a little bit of depth and breadth of, of knowledge too, because you know, mm. there's a lot of actors or actresses, or whatever out there that yeah. aren't they don't do a movie a week type of thing, so or you have to...
1: if it's a young character, I don't necessarily yeah. know a ton of...
0: Yeah, I don't know any child like, actors.
1: Or or, or early or, or late, teen yeah, actors, because right. I don't watch a lot of...
0: Right, so that, everybody would be, what, I mean, Games, so yes. would be, what's her name? I mean, Andrea was just watching The Hunger Games, so everything yes. would be, what's her name? I don't even remember um, her fucking, Jennifer, name. Lawrence, yeah. her fucking name. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. yeah right? like, and
1: I've never even seen and The Hunger and Games. she's not young
0: anymore. Yeah. Or no, I mean... Compared to me, she's young, but she, she's yeah, she's she's no longer a teenager. Let's she's just put it that she's way. old, right? too old for some of the right. people we're we're, we're, we're recasting. Talking about, yeah, right. exactly. But cool. No. So that's interesting. That's yeah. real interesting.
1: I wish do wish we got to talk more just about movies in general. Yeah, though, I mean, so what's your
0: favorite? Like, I, I mean, I say that um, it's a Wonderful Life is my favorite movie. It's kind of a lie because I have kind of a top.
1: You have a t- fifty, yeah. maybe
0: that are just. or <laughs> yeah. they're they're like my children. I mean, I you can don't, get down don't, to maybe you You're not 10. supposed to have a favorite. Yeah. I could get down to ten if I really. Yeah. Pushed, um, but I could. I don't get into one is difficult because I'll say it is my favorite, but I also really love. Then I'd name eight others. Yeah,
1: so. I and for me, I like to when I'm trying to think of like one that's would be on the favorite list. It has mm-hmm. to have rewatchability for me because I'm someone who will rewatch a movie I love over and over again. Absolutely. Absolutely. um, We just redid one of my favorite movies, Memento. And Mm. um, I I was, we did a mind fuck episode, which was (laughs) movies that,
0: that that are mind fucks. And that's definitely a mind fuck.
1: And and, and I remember
0: uh, Andrew seeing it and saying, you must watch this film because it's right up your alley.
1: I I have loved it for years. I did an art project in college on it. So I was super excited to recast it. Awesome. And talk about it. Um, Other than that, one of, my totally different direction would be hot fuzz. Did you ever see that? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know th- I know what it's about. I know yeah. it's a, uh it's like the f- it's like a airplane version of police kind academy of, kind yeah. of airplane it's meets police academy. British it's, it's not, humor British. style. Okay, okay. Um
1: so it's not as Yeah. It's not Leslie Nielsen right. style, but it's not as American crappy yeah. humor. It's and good Jim, British humor. Jim Broadbent is like I mean he's not I mean he's amazing. I love mm-hmm. Jim Broadbent and mm-hmm. everything. I mean and he's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, mm-hmm. like Moulin Rouge.
0: Right. A lot of these- Moulin Rouge who, which is also by the way my top
1: Ten. I love that movie, too. And that's one of the things I like about him is he kind of pops up and plays all these mm-hmm. in different movies, different mm-hmm. shows, characters. And I just very much a character it. actor, yeah. as they would
0: say back in the day. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite I mean, I I prefer old films. And so I'd probably be kind of crappy, actually, at your at, at the podcasts, But don't tell them that <laughs> um, because I don't know modern actors at all, really. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I have mean, to go. I mean, them. I go back. I mean. But when I think of character actors I think of like Peter Lorre, to me is yeah. the quintessential character actor. You know, he know was in I know
1: who that is. Who was a who's Peter Lorre. So
0: he was in um um Casablanca, he okay. was in Maltese Falcon, so he mm-hmm. acted a lot with the Warner Brothers people with well, yeah. with Humphrey Bogart and that crew. But he was always did character his he always did very flamboyant, you know, back in the day called it flamboyant, yeah. you know, gay as fuck. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> actors like in the one scene my one of my favorite scenes of the Maltese Falcon, which is a which is one of my favorite movies but it's not it has, a, it, has a, it has an implausible and, and easily derivable script.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It has moderately okay acting, and it's, it's, it has terrible production quality. But I just love it because of these character actors. It's yeah. Humphrey Bogart and um, Sidney Greenstreet, who's the big, giant, fat yeah. guy that's in a lot of stuff who's also another character actor. And it's Peter Lorre. And then some other people that they've done movies with over the years, and it was almost kind of like getting the band back together kind of thing for okay. them in a way. So it was kind of just a movie they threw together, and it was based on some dime store, you know, Sam Spade novel because yeah. you know Bogart was still playing Sam Spade. And um, but it's funny because he, the, my favorite scenes is he, he, he um, Alfred Bogart's secretary brings his business card in, and Bogart smells it, and he's like, "Ooh, gardenia." Do please let him in, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then in, in, in waltzes, literally waltzes Peter Laurie, this little gay man, you know, yeah. waltzes in very flamboyantly, you know, and it's like, oh my god, it's fucking awesome, you know.
1: But see, you could because do... back in
0: those days, you know, I think in a lot of ways, especially in the arts, homosexuality was way more, you know, nominal, it was way more, more mainstream, it wasn't a big deal, like it is, you know, no. and then. And and I think you know it was it it was almost celebrated. Mm-hmm. You know they weren't laughing at within, him; they were laughing yeah, with him. Within, you know within their yeah.
1: You know, definitely. And like if you were to re if we did a Humphrey Bogart episode, you were mm-hmm. to like recast a movie or something right. with him, and and you didn't necessarily want to do. You could, I mean, what year was that movie made?
0: Oh God, it was made. Most of his movies were made just after the war. I say, I talk okay. like I sound like my so an like old man, the like my 50s. dad. Yeah, the late forties, so early fifties. you could even so. just
1: like jump to the eighties, right? And do right. big actors who or actors who were becoming big in the eighties, mm-hmm. and and just mm-hmm. to switch it up, you know, right. like you wouldn't necessarily right. kind of
0: right. John get, Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, yeah, get creative, Bill Murray, yeah, right, exactly, like, um, exactly, a,
1: a group like that, and
0: yeah, because like um, and even going to the size thing, even though he's he's way shorter than Sydney Greenstreet. Actually, John Belushi would have made it great, mm-hmm. um, whatever his character was called in yeah. that film, <laughs> because his character was kind of very out there, you know. And so you needed somebody that with, a, with a lot of reach. Yeah. And, and Sidney Greenstreet, who I also believe was gay, and a very large man. So, I mean, they made fun of his size often in different films, and both in Casablanca mm-hmm. and in, in um, Maltese Falcon. And uh, so and he kind of rolled with it, you know, and, and he was just, you know, kind of whatever, you know, yeah, it, could, could so, so, cast I mean, so, you, so you need, yeah, exactly. Even, you know, and that's the other thing you, you think about, even genders, mm-hmm. you think about oh, race, and, and we, and we race, gender, switch that ethnicity. Up all the time, and so yeah. that adds a lot of flavor, mm-hmm. literal flavor to the soup, you know? Yeah. We'll, and, uh, we flip, you know,
1: flip the script. Now, you're, now that you
0: mentioned actually when I was thinking of race, you know, I was thinking about Will Smith, would be a plausible Jimmy Stewart and it's a wonderful
1: life because America does so much love, Will Smith, and yeah. he's got that kind of likable. Yes, and yes, the guy same, next door. Same black guy next door. Yeah. but He's the guy next door. You know, well, you know, but, you know, my yeah. neighbor is black. No, so. I'm just saying. Yeah. But you know,
0: you know what? America, where America <laughs> yeah. is right now, yeah. you know. I I know. Mean, I'm just that's well, not my opinion. That's that's well, that's, a, that's another issue. We in the that's South a podcast too, for so. another day. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when well, we're not drinking vodka, yes. either, or maybe more vodka, more vodka, right? But yeah, so Will Smith as George Bailey. I like it. Yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Okay, I'm done then, man. I'm done. You got it. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You've solved the riddle for me. Yeah. This is great. This is
1: great. That's how it's done.
0: Hmm? (laughs) Uh, Do you want to take another break and have a shot and then come back and talk about motherhood or...
1: Motherhood. Maybe we
0: need two shots for that. Um, Yeah. Because yeah. I feel
1: like I'm, I'm mothering a lot of people. <laughs> You're mothering a lot of
0: people without giving away your people, client. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> your client will be forbade, forbade forbid, will not be allowed to listen to this podcast. Oh, no,
1: no, that, especially that if we talk about anything yeah, um, abortion-related or religious. Oh, are they a
0: bit conservative, would you um, say?
1: They are yeah. pretty open-minded, but oh. they are staunch pro-lifers.
0: Wow. Okay, so they probably wouldn't want to listen to my abortion- two-part abortion series that no. Lacey and I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably not.
0: <laughs> or they'd want to listen to it and then, you know, come over here and burn my house down. Or fix me. Watch fix this me.
1: video called Unplanned With You. Yes, and oh, fix yeah. you. Yeah, fix
0: me. Okay. <laughs> right. Pray the gay pray Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we took a little, a very quick shot break there. Very quick. And um, so we were also talking about, I learned that Hillary doesn't live very far from here, mm-hmm. which is an interesting and good thing. So, you went to, did you go to Florence High? Was there a Florence High School back then? How were they divided up? So now there's like East, West, North, South, whatever. I don't know what it is. There's, uh, I've been here 10 years and I'm completely ignorant of everything.
1: In Florence, there's West Florence. Right. There's South Florence. And then Wilson would be considered North Florence. Okay. Um, I went to Wilson for IB. Mm-hmm. which is they put the IB program at the Williams Wilson intentionally to try and, cause that was the predominantly black schools. Okay. And I think there was something like 80% black okay. students at the time. So they were thinking they would they get, could
0: get some integration. Yeah. Going some in. integration
1: right. with the IB. Right. Now that was started when I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. I'm 35. So mm-hmm. that's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, it's 20-something years. Um,
0: and I'm 50, going to be 56. Then. So that's yeah. another, add another 20 to that.
1: Well, let's hope I make Cause it. Because we were just having
0: forced, well, quote-unquote forced integration. You know, the, the whole Kamala Harris, Joe Biden discussion was going on when I was in junior yeah. high night. And to everybody around me, it was a big fucking deal. And I was like, what's the big deal? You know? Yeah. They consolidated uh, – the city I grew up in was divided into quadrants. It still is by some people. They still talk about Northwest, Northeast, Southeast, Southwest. Yeah. And each of those quadrants had a specific personality and a specific, you know, certain ethnicities or races or whatever had to live in these certain – almost it was, yeah. it was like it, – it wasn't even close to true. You know, statistically, you know, it wasn't even close to true. Yeah. But um, – it's just how people felt, and so each of those quadrants had its own high school. Well, as the baby boomer generation started to fall off, which I'm at the very tail end of, or maybe I'm in the beginning of Gen X. I don't know. I don't. don't yeah, you know, labels are labels. It's hard to say. Yeah. I, I more identify with Gen X just because I think I think a little bit younger than I physically am. I believe. You know, they said, "Well, we're, there's we have way, way way too much school, not enough student, mm-hmm. so we're going to consolidate." And it was all. It, it was the most controversial craziness that I've ever that I've ever witnessed until recent times until the last three years yeah. without any actual end implication. The parents were all losing their shit. And the religious leaders, quote, unquote, were losing their shit. And the politicians were losing their shit. And we all just went to school. Yeah. And came home from school and everybody's like, oh my God, what was it like? What was what like? <laughs> you know, I had science today. I had math today. It was like, what was what like? Yeah. I don't What's the, what's, what the fuck, you know? And, um, it was, it was, it was really, it was really weird to see so much nonsense and so much energy spent on what turned out to be a non-event.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I had a lot of friends who were just like, you know, they said, there's no way color will there. Wilson Williams, they're, they're ghetto. Like, what does that even, I mean, mm-hmm. mean, I mean, yeah. I know what it, they were.
0: They want it to mean, right. What exactly. they want it to right, mean. Right. But,
1: um, when I went to school there, I was. The IB kids took it hard from kids who weren't in IB, but mm-hmm. there wasn't any particular race or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. type of person. Male, probably more white males actually, yeah, right. who would tease us and call us freaks because they right. thought we were
0: geeks and nerds smart. and smart. Yeah, right. and it
1: was just kind of yeah, like in
0: the high school I went to. I mean, we you're you're right. We were segregated much more on career path, yeah. for lack of a better term, lines. Yeah. Than we were on race or gender. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definite
1: honors type stuff. Yeah, is what the, I mean. In high school. You know, gym
0: classes and some of the in health and driver's ed and stuff like that. That's back when the driver's ed was actually its own class. You didn't have to pay I for had, it and all that kind yeah, of stuff I don't I know had, if you're I that old. Or not. Ed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, nowadays, cool. apparently, <laughs> it's private. Yeah, I mean, all those you know we, classes we took with the population, quote unquote, mm-hmm. so to speak, because so it was a very large school um
1: same that that was some of an ib and until we got our own art class mm-hmm. but the health everything else was
0: mixed was right. mixed
1: with regular government kids, and econ yeah. which
0: in, in ohio were required i don't know that you call them civics or what you might yeah. call it here but you know they were you're supposed to we're supposed to learn about economics and you're supposed yeah. to learn about how the government works they didn't people obviously that
1: until 12th grade yeah till that was senior right year, it was yeah. a, but it
0: was a requirement to graduate mm-hmm. in ohio right
1: yeah here and too. so
0: those were those were mixed and i remember this uh um, but, but those classes never really, um, you know, again, it was just like, it was just, just a bunch of kids. Yeah. You know what I, mean, I mean? It, it was it's... in, in, but, and we tended to split off though with people who had common interests. It wasn't any, mm-hmm. didn't have anything to do with race or gender or whatever. It was just things that you had in common. And yeah, when we were nerdy. But we were nerds. I mean, you know, by definition, it's like we were, in fact, nerds. Well, and, and the jocks weren't jocks. And there was some crossover. There were some smart jocks. Not yeah, that, that many, but there were a few. That's how IB was, And then IB there were the artsy kids. Too. And then there were the whatever kids. And it's like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh,
1: there were a lot of students in IB who were black and zoned for Wilson who yeah. just got into IB anyway. Mm-hmm. So IB, the program itself was probably split. I mean, it was pretty, well, We we had a number of different ethnicities, but it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was majority white or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, which was nice cause I got to learn more about, we don't have a large Jewish population mm-hmm. in Florence. Right. We got to meet, um,
0: Well, yeah, all the, and this goes out to all my Jewish friends that I'm still friends with from high school. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, all, all the Jews love education, man. They, mm-hmm. they embrace the fuck out of it and, yeah. that, and not all Jews are rich contrary to popular yeah. belief, but, uh, they're every one of them, though their kids were in the AP classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were definitely, um, if if you had one stereotype, I would not say it was wealth or um, being tight with money, Just being smart, or whatever. It was <laughs> it was education's fucking important. Yeah, you know that would and, be the one stereotype that I would
1: and respect your sign mom too. <laughs> well, Maybe. Yeah, it, it <laughs> a,
0: well it is by definition a matriarchal. I would say culture because you know a lot of Jews identify with the culture, not the religion so much. Yeah, but you know you have to be Jewish. Your mom has to be Jewish. Right. And so your dad can be anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I do know as a, long couple as he's human. Of, a couple <laughs> of people
1: who I guess their moms have converted uh-huh. so that they, they could, could be,
0: they could quote unquote be yeah. Jewish. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Cause their fathers were. Yeah. Um,
0: but that's a little dodgy. That's when, you know, that's like, you know, Catholics start playing games with stuff, you know oh. I mean? Church. Well, all, you know, <laughs> I think, you know, my views on religion. I just, yeah. you know, I mean,
1: well, whatever it's, it's. It's confusing, religion. My dad, growing up, was had been raised Catholic. He went to Catholic school. I had never seen him in a church before. I've seen <laughs> him a couple of times in churches for weddings or funerals. Right,
0: but um, not as a worshiper practitioner. N- right? Not at all. Right.
1: Um, my mom made us go to... Evangelical church for a while, and they were horrible to us because even though we were there every Sunday, we weren't members, and they told me that constantly as a four year old. Wow! And wouldn't answer questions I would have about Bible stories. I love that.
0: Have you heard? Have you have you listened to my podcast on atheism?
1: No, but I am. I'm, I'm you going definitely to listen. Yeah. Please listen
0: to that one because I tell a story about quote unquote getting kicked out of Bible school, of well, out of Sunday school.
1: It's just you know curiosity. Sounds like your story. And, exact
0: same story. Go ahead. And it Talk. just
1: you know I didn't I didn't get a lot of support until we switched over to the church I I do Sunday school at. I do claim to be an atheist, but I think that some churches have the right idea of um, the village air quotes, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, takes a village mm-hmm. to raise a kid. I love right. having right. my daughter up there because she has support and stuff. But it's also really confusing because I'm like, I know I'm taking her to church. <laughs> right. And she's asking me about Jesus. And whenever she does, I just tell her, well, people believe in different things. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what, what if to If these say. crazy
0: people want to believe in a virgin birth, then things you can't see touch yeah. feel or hear then that's that's fine
1: but you know, i mean but whatever she's questioning things mm-hmm. and i think that's and good. that's good yeah. and you know in
0: my argument you know not to reiterate it um over and over but my argument always was well you know if you believe god made me and if i'm special and all this blah blah bullshit then part of what me is being curious a curious yeah. kid and so if you can't deal with me being a curious kid then there's something wrong You know, like, I mean, Mayor Pete, you know, I don't, you know, he's not going to be president anytime soon, maybe someday in the future, but he's 12. So, I mean, we don't like 12 year olds to be president. That's just a thing. I mean, I don't say I don't, but, you know, he said, if you, you know, but he's very religious and he says, if you have a problem with me being gay, then you have a problem with your creator because he's accepted the fact that he's gay and that God's okay with him being gay. And And so that's, that's kind of the way I was with my curiosity. It's like. mm -hmm okay well you're you're talking you're you're telling me mixed stories you're yeah. telling me that I'm special and a child of God, and then you're telling me I'm defective
1: and so yeah. so what you
0: got which is it I, right I, I can't and, I can't really be both it doesn't make then sense to me
1: you start getting older and you realize your parents have lied to you about a few little things Santa right. Claus right yep, the yep. tooth fairy right this and this and you then begin to question what the else rela- they lied to me Yeah, exactly. and you know what really doesn't add up is that lady who didn't have sex but got pregnant
0: right yeah
1: like that sounds less believable than Santa, Santa Claus, Claus. <laughs> but like I say <laughs> in my piece like I say in my piece
0: to Lacey you know because Lacey <laughs> tries to tries to walk the line of being Christian but skeptic yeah and um and like I say to her is, you know, exactly. I stopped believing she asked me, When did you stop believing in, in Jesus or whatever? Jesus. You know? Twelve And I said yeah. I said, When I stopped believing in Santa Claus. And I said, And the funny part was I remember telling telling people in my family that well at least Santa Claus brought me shit right yeah. Jesus says, and no offense to Jesus if you're listening he yeah. hasn't done a fucking thing for me you know still waiting you know, Jesus. still waiting for my train you know the one with Never the smoke got the that smoke, the, yeah. the realistic smokestack you know yeah. what I mean so it's like but you know but my grandpa got me one for Christmas mm-hmm. so you know I'm all up grandpa is cool you and know? I don't so, let I don't know. tell
1: my daughter I told her that Santa Claus doesn't come to our house because I can't outright say. Yeah. Because she will, she's just that age where she can't, I don't want, I, yeah, her knowledge,
0: she has to share all knowledge. That there's she has, more she pressure yeah. about
1: Santa Claus than religion, honestly. Wow. With kids these wow. days. Yeah, really? You try to tell someone you're not going to let your kid believe in Santa Claus. Really? They
0: are. That's a thing.
1: They have, I've been like, ostracized. Told, yeah. Yes. Like it's, wow. It's bad. And so I just tell her Santa doesn't come to our so, house. So the
0: marketing people have won? I mean, it sounds very commercial. I mean, it obviously is very commercial. That's just weird. I never even... That's never even... I mean, like with our grandkids, I mean, we're not a religious household at yeah. all. And three-fifths of my grandchildren are from Georgia, and Georgia doesn't go to church, even though her husband's family is, uh, I'd say, quasi-religious. I don't yeah. know if they go to church frequently, but they they definitely believe in Jesus and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm okay playing along. I'm not going to fuck with my grandkids, first of all, because they're not my kids. So it's not my job to fuck with them that's their parents job
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, that's (laughs)
0: that's a a parent's job is to ruin is to destroy a child which is why it bothers me when people throw the santa claus
1: opinion in. yeah you yeah, because
0: it's like your kid. It's like, fuck it. If you want to go that route, that's on you, you know? I'm I'm I with mean, you. It, it
1: destroyed me finding out about Santa Claus. I and
0: Because I, these people do. They they raise you and they want you to implicitly love and trust them with no no nothing to compare to. You know, and, you can't shop your parents.
1: No, and and they, they thought I was being dramatic, but it's like literally depression and started No, at yeah, the I same believe it. time yeah. I started questioning Um, my religion Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. they tried taking me to a counselor who was super religious and she wasn't having it right yeah and made me not like the counseling but i talked to a friend's mom who was like a very religious like she goes to a brother sister church
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you
1: know and she told me she speaks in tongues she's wow out there but what she said to me Like now, because I didn't (laughs) understand (laughs) it, but (laughs) no, what I heard was I'm
0: sorry, what she told me
1: to do was like when I told her, I was just like, I'm so confused because I I tried to talk to my best friend, she cried because she was like, You're going to hell, and I'm like, What the? child? seriously, we were 14 or 15 by this point, think for yourself, you know, right? right. And her mom said, Well, you got to test it, sweetie, you got to test your faith, you got to test it, and you know, put something out there Mm. and see if. Right. If they respond.
0: Right. Thoughts and prayers.
1: And um, <laughs> nothing happened. Right. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate the effort because mm-hmm. I, I did try. And um, Yeah. And
0: that's the thing. I mean, you want to, and that's kind of the, that's kind of the thing. I mean, religion, and then we were talking about Jews before, but I mean, in general, religion is also cultural. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, Ameri- you know, yeah. I mean a- America is a Christian country and anybody that says or thinks differently has got their head up their ass. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean Definitely. we can't be tolerant of other religions, which currently we're not, especially. But in 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 our best years, we are. We try to be. But at the end of the day, we're a Christian country, and mm-hmm. it's it, you know when it says "In God We Trust" on the money, it doesn't mean in just any old God. It's it's the you know the angry it's,
1: it's white Old Jesus, Testament yeah. <laughs> Old Testament <laughs> and, and pissed God. off God
0: yeah. that's going around smoting gays. That's the God yeah. that's in that's the God that's on our money. Okay, that's <laughs> that's let's be let's be honest here. But you know, different countries have different you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of their culture whatever. So that's fine. So you get into that thing, like I said, you know, your parents are the people that you look, look to for 100% guidance, trust, unconditional love, all that shit, yeah. you know, that you, that you don't get, but you look for it. And then when they, you start to ferret the lies out, you start to think, well, wait a minute, you know, is my entire life a lie? And then you don't, mm-hmm. like I said, you don't get to shop your parents. So no. it's not like you can 11 years old or even, you know, I really, my most, my skepticism really started. I can I can remember when I was about nine, yeah. and so at nine or ten years old, you know, I'm, I you know, it's like, well, I'm kind of stuck with these people. I'm not, you know, I can't like go put a, a sign out in the yard that says. New parents wanted, yeah. you know. Apply, N- apply with, apply with, apply within, apply, please, within, apply, within, apply yeah. within. You know, I mean, and, no uh, fatties. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> swipe left, swipe yeah. left, swipe left. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that's a new app. You know, yeah.
0: I think there already is an app for sugar daddies, but do you, you yeah. take the sugar part off just, just say, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> that's terrible. That is. When, yeah. um, so, no, I appreciated having an adult um, that would at least and just, you the, yeah, yeah, and not just be like, Jesus is real, you know? Yeah.
0: Just... Yeah. Cause they get so they, they, it, and which always makes me laugh. I, I, I don't enjoy when people try to quote unquote convert me or whatever, but I find it humorous usually after the fact, because it's like, it's almost like they're testing their own faith.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, if you're that, if you're, if you're that, you know, as Shakespeare would say, you know, you, you protest too much. It's like, if you're that insecure, about their needing, me needing to validate, if I have to validate your faith, mm-hmm. then your mm-hmm. faith is fucked up. Yeah. Then you don't have faith, you know? So, but you're try, kind of trying to blame me, well, me th- for your lack of belief, not you personally, but yeah, I'm Yeah, some of these you know, people
1: if, are are big on that, that com- bringing people into mm-hmm. the Christianity. That's mm-hmm. a, you know, the, the Part people, of their message, part yeah. of their,
0: their quote, they almost have quotas, you know? I mean, it used to be people knocking on doors on Saturday, we won't mm-hmm. name any particular sect. That, you know, they, they, they had kind of a quota system, yeah. you know, and I was like, well, what's wrong with you? You can't convert people. But, you know, again, my, my part of my idea is the people that are really into that conversion thing are really trying to convince themselves.
1: Yeah. Probably, probably that, do need that you know? little validation if I can get someone else to believe it. To believe it, then it, I must it, be right. It, yeah. yeah, maybe it makes sense.
0: Sort yeah. of like us doing a podcast together and we have a similar belief system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> self reinforcing. It's like, yeah, man, Hillary's great. I feel good about myself. I'm, you know,
1: whatever. Well, and, well, and it's weird too because I always want to say, you know, when, when something bad happens, it's very common in the South to be like, praying for you, right, you know, right. and it's like, I...
0: I'm, I'm thinking of you. I'm or, thinking of right. you
1: or I'll be like, good vibes. You know, like mm-hmm. I just. I, right. It's, what do you
0: say without sounding sarcastic and not being. Yeah. Because you have to be true to yourself. Yeah. Especially in those circumstances when there's a mass shooting or whatever. You don't want to send thoughts, you know, thoughts and prayers Are I'm glad they're now becoming a joke because even people who are religious realize mm-hmm. that that action needs to be taken by actual humans. Yeah. If we're going to fix that problem. Yeah. And um God's not going to come fix that problem for us even if there is one, you know. <laughs>
1: There's only been one so. instance I've believed in the power of prayer if it's mm. if it exists. Right. Um my friend's mom was I guess it was over it's about 13 years ago was diagnosed with breast cancer that had spread mm. to her brain, it was all through her oh, body. Yeah. My friend was at basic training and mm-hmm. i talked to her brother who lived in florence and he told me about it and i mm-hmm. talked to her and she had no idea oh and i was like hey, wow oh. have you talked to your parents right. and she said, no and i said you need to call home wow she had a, yeah. a bit of a strained relationship with them. she was only 20 21 at the time yeah, maybe right. and um she did eventually call them her mom was given six months to live she is still alive Cool. Perfect help. Cool. She's in medical books. They cannot right. explain right. it. Right. She was super religious. And I'm right. like, that's, Well, that's but the I think only, I yeah, mean, yeah,
0: and there's there there's a lot of anecdotal evidence like that. And, you know, being kind of a numbers guy, I would say a couple things to that. The first thing I would say is, you know, causation correlation is not causation. So yeah. the prayer may or but you know the that, prayer in and of itself may not have done no, anything but the, but, the but the positive attitude. attitude. Exactly. Because they the say the belief that, that 100%. you can survive. Right
1: increases your chances. Right. exactly,
0: exactly. So that's, a, that's a, I. So I do believe that religion or or crystals or whatever your thing is, yeah. if it gives you some kind of well being feeling of well being, mm-hmm. um, bitching about religion on a podcast, you know, whatever your thing yeah. might be, if that gives you a sense of well being, then that's do more of it because yeah. it can't hurt in and of itself. No. But on the other hand, you know, ninety nine point nine nine percent of people in Hirsch condition would have died regardless. Mm-hmm prayer or no prayer right. and i'm sure there are plenty that prayed and, their asses and, off and i joke about that you know so i a, mean a but i'm not about, saying it doesn't help
1: yeah i joke about that you know? particular situation because that's the only time that it's mm. <laughs> seemed well, again, to it, really work because yeah. just because it's so unexplained now right. since then her mom does still go to church but it's mm. not nearly yeah that's religious. interesting
0: yeah that's interesting yeah that's so. interesting And so that maybe talks speaks again to more of a stronger inner core kind mm -hmm. of thing, where um, she was able to defeat this thing, and and maybe she knows somehow, kind of a deep down inside that that she kind of beat it, her body beat it, literally, you know. Um, That's interesting. That would be if she was that, be and that would be kind of a strain because you'd also, I think, people, some people in that position. I've seen some people that have been either psychologically um, or otherwise afflicted that have. Turned against the religion almost in a in a unhealthy way because the religion didn't 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 heal them. Well, and I, that's one you know? of the issues
1: I have with them using religion for recovering addicts. Mm-hmm. Because right. then, if they relapse or something happens, then that whole basis of their faith is is
0: is, is, is potentially sh- right. Yes, right. and
1: and could send them. Down a different right. path, you right. know. That, no, I, I absolutely that agree. The it's, crutch,
0: yeah, and it's and it's unfortunate because I have people. Um, I'll just say people that are very close to me. Two people in particular um, that are heroin addicts. One, um, they're both currently not using heroin, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is refuses to attend any of those kind of meetings because of the religious component. Yeah, and the other one is um, fully immersed. And the one that's fully immersed is doing very well. And so I hate to, I mean, it's kind of like the the way I explain it to my friends is, well, if, you know, I'm not a big fan of Jesus. Well, I actually don't have a problem with Jesus. It's Jesus followers that are (laughs) assholes. But, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Christian faith. But, you know, if I had to choose between that and heroin. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's that's a no-brainer to me.
2: Well, see,
0: you know, now on the other side, I also understand the other individual's reservations because that person was was raised in a in a non-religious environment, is a true non-believer, mm-hmm. and doesn't feel like they should have to give that up in order to be healed or fixed right. or whatever. And there helped, are you know? other ways you know? that yeah, there's other you options.
1: Mean, yeah, there's, you there's, know, there's yeah. So with that you know,
0: so if I was actually you know, if I walked the talk more and if I wasn't so. Um, wrapped up in my own problems and, and material things and whatever, I would, I would be, you know, if I was a more altruistic person, I suppose, or a better person just in general, I would start a non-religious, um, you know, 12-step program. Yeah. Because, because that would be more in line with kind of proving the point. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, you can do, you can do the cure without the God.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and and like, you were saying that person's doing well. The re, the re, I've had a friend who was full blown in in a program, was going to church, and mm-hmm. then just started slipping up. So a couple of bad mm-hmm. things happened, mm-hmm. and just, I mean, he ended up overdosing. And it's uh, you know just yeah, that's terrible. They just fall back. But that also has that's a whole other thing as well with the heroin epidemic being what it is in in our area. Like, right. Well, uh,
0: really the whole country. I mean, yeah, you know, up in Ohio, it's horrible too. I mean, it's... Horry
1: County it's, it's, is...
0: Yeah, like is, over the top.
1: Is over the top right now. They, they're they pretty high in the, the country, I believe. Um, they've... And what?
0: Overdoses per capita or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Quadrupled in the past year wow. or something like yeah. that.
0: I mean, I was talking to somebody about carrying Narcan in their glove box um, first aid kit. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times people carry first aid kits in their car? Some people because like like at work I'm kind of like a um you know CPR train, first aid yeah. train not really a first responder but kind of that kind of mode in case something happens there's five or six of us that volunteer to do that you know every 3 years on a Saturday or yeah, Sunday we get, take a couple day course yeah. all that kind of stuff you know we we have all this stuff in our kits or we think you know Andrew used to be an EMT you know mm-hmm. so you know we've never we but we've never in the 20 years we've been together and we've had this experience We've never seen a car wreck or something where we've gotten out of our car and went to help because there's always been other people already there on the yeah. scene. But it's like, you know, you wonder, you know, we don't carry Narcan with us. And you can buy it cheap yeah. at the drugstore, over the counter. And um, it's probably in, in this, something in this day and age, carried that should be, yeah, something that should be carried in a first aid kit.
1: People, date. you don't drive. think about it.
0: You think of, you know, tourniquets. Yeah. People are going to bleed to death. You worry about tourniquets. You worry about yeah. whatever. And, um, and you just don't think of Narcan.
1: Yeah. People get faded and drive all the mm-hmm. time. People mm-hmm. get. Or
0: just are walking down the street yeah. and then they fall down and you'll see them. Mm-hmm. If someone's laying in the street now, you know, it used to be, if you saw someone laying in the street, you thought they were epileptic maybe or had yeah, a stroke. Now, if they're, if they're, if they're, if they're young, you, the first thing you think mm-hmm. of is they're, they're ODing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. It's just terrifying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Well, that's a pleasant way to so. end a conversation.
1: <laughs> no, it's not your well, fault. It just, no.
0: you know, it, the the talk takes a turn. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the whole point of the show, you know, so we just took kind of a dark turn there. Yeah. But, uh, so.
1: But that's, that's some, one of those things too. this with the South kind of being so closeted about the mm-hmm. things that.
0: We don't talk about these we, things. Yeah, they don't yeah, talk about
1: right. overdoses. If someone dies from an overdose, you might not even know that's. Why they died. Why they died. And I wish people were more open about it because that's how you can.
0: Yeah, because coroners, I mean, I don't know particularly about, you know, necessarily our corner who everybody here knows. But, you know, I think that you're right in the south um, and even in the north to some extent, probably in certain neighborhoods or whatever, Mm -hmm. that they just say, well, you know, they they passed away and. Everybody kind of knows what people yeah, hurt. From yeah, natural right, right. causes? Yeah, what? Like, yeah, what kind of natural causes? You know, we're not cave people anymore. You know? yeah. like it was mauled by a, mauled, mauled by a saber-toothed tiger. So there was, you know? like was like six right, right, yeah. grandkids. He <laughs> got married at age
1: 12, you know? Like. Right,
0: exactly, exactly. So,
1: it's, um, it's
0: just... Yeah, and that's unfortunate. You're right. I mean, well, dialogue about anything, and that's part of the reason why I started doing a podcast. I, I, I'm fr- i I'm frustrated because we don't, we're, we're not fixing problems. Going no. back to the thoughts and prayers thing whether it's guns you know anything it doesn't matter pick your topic and and a lot of these things i think are also interrelated interconnected mm-hmm. and 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 um and it's just frustrating when you it's difficult to have a dialogue with people that don't have you and i can talk mostly because we have similar belief systems yeah. you know and i was seeking people to sit in that chair where you're at I was looking for people that had different belief systems, but that I didn't want to choke out or didn't want to choke me out Mm -hmm. during the conversation. Yeah. And it's very difficult to find those people. It really is. Mm -hmm. Or they don't want to talk about the tough stuff. They'll say, look, I'll come on your podcast, but I, I, you know, if you start, if you start bitching about the Bible, I'm going to have to stop. Because I don't want to be part of that. Well, you don't have to be part of it just because you're sitting down and talking to me. That doesn't mean you endorse my belief system. Yeah. You know, and it's, so it's just really hard to find people that are willing to put themselves out there and, and and accept what they have to say and not feel like they have to own what I say, too.
1: Exactly. And I think that, you know, a part of that comes from the way we have started just going at each other on social media. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see it on TV. Anyone who doesn't have the same viewpoint mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. it's turns into they're
0: vilified yeah it's right. it's
1: not a debate mm-hmm. anymore it's a fight it's a mm-hmm. cat fight right and um people have kind of forgotten maybe they're uneducated about having uh you know actual dialogue or yeah a dialogue or and, right. and i love to hear other people's opinions and and sometimes like i'm a, it just opens my mind to how they think i can often at least understand where they're getting their thoughts mm-hmm. from where mm-hmm. they're coming right. from, even if I right. don't agree with them and, mm-hmm. you know, voicing it helps you. It just opens your mind more because mm-hmm. you just have to, I mean, if you want someone to respect your opinion, you have to reciprocate, you have to yeah, listen and absolutely. you have to respect someone else. Is, even if it is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm also <laughs> a believer. Right, I,
0: yeah. And I, but I am having said that I am also a believer that, um, some things are just flat out wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so flat earthers, or
1: um, yeah, that's dumb. Um,
0: I'll say, you know, ev- and people that you know, vax deniers or evolution people, whatever. You know, I mean, are vaccines great? Are they perfect? Is is de- is there a point where some people could have a reaction to mercury? Blah blah blah. all These kind of things. Again, it's a it's a it's a it's a scientific thing. It's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a cultural. It's a public health issue. Yeah. So even if you know, I hate to say this, people people. You know, and we we had our abortion talk, Lacey and I, and one of the comments I made was, you know, would you? Uh, I br- I brought up um, endangered species, and so, she said, would you sacrifice one human's life for a species?
2: Yeah. And I
0: said, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's seven and a half billion of us. I mean, what's one human worth compared to an entire species? And she was like flabbergasted. And,
2: That's
0: because people and it's think like,
1: that, he-
0: that we're special. We're fucking animals, man. We're just fucking animals. We're just really fucking smart. Do, animals. Do I get to pick well, the humans? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That's even better. I'll, then I'll take two. I'll take two two species. I'll take four species and two humans that right. I get to handpick. Right? And they, and you know who you are. You're listening. Uh, but but yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. just, it just and people don't even want to have that kind of conversation. But I also think there's there just are some ideas that are just flat out wrong. I mean, there's compelling evidence for things like Mm -hmm. the age of the universe and the size of the universe, and it may not be. You know, people argue, well, you know, how do you know it's? You know, well, it might not be 13.8 billion; it might be 13.2 or 14.5, but it's not six thousand years. Right. We can all, we should be able to agree to that because there's just no, there's no way to explain it, and then you get into the whole well. You know, Satan puts out false date, fake, it's a fake news argument. Oh,
1: Satan did that? Then it becomes, yeah, fossils. (laughs) You didn't
0: know dinosaur fossils were placed, were were hand placed, that were hand placed by Satan. You weren't aware of that?
1: Tricky little Lucifer, yes.
0: And he also invented carbon dating because it's inaccurate. Okay. So carbon 14 isotopes, actually, they decay at a much faster rate Mm -hmm. than scientists say they do. And that's, that's also part of uh, the devil's work. You have to get you have to get caught up on this stuff, Hillary. Oh my gosh! You're way you're. you're I just you're listen. Off, you're off, man. You need to go back to school and learn learn the truth, quote uh, unquote. Apparently, because you know? <laughs> I mean,
1: I thought evolution's real. The Earth is round.
0: Yeah, you got you got work to do, uh, man. And, just and, drive by the next time you drive by one of those quote unquote truth billboards.
1: Truth.
0: You know, okay. Dial the number and they'll they'll explain it to you. Mm. All right. I. Ugh. You got a lot to learn, man. To start, it's like I've, starting over.
1: I've heard of the what is it called? The um it's in it's in Kentucky, which makes Kentucky making my making Mitch me McConnell. Look, making me look bad look at, again, Kentucky. Um Well that, I'm from West Virginia, so <laughs> well mm,
0: Yeah. They, they have yeah.
1: the what's it called? It's like the Museum of
0: Hillbilliness. Well it's
1: it's like the museum where they literally have like Jesus riding a dinosaur. Like oh, do man, you know what I'm talking no. about? It's a museum wow. dedicated to, to how not
0: evolution, to not yeah yeah to the and, six day creation myth yes. yeah yes wow.
1: but with dinosaurs up in there and and, 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 the Bible. and teaching kids
0: that Jesus just, wrote a dinosaur some and a, shit right Go
1: I on. mean I think Bill Maher covered mm-hmm. it in religion yeah, religious and yeah. it's religiosity only got, yeah, yeah it's only right. gotten bigger since mm-hmm. then it's this this museum
0: has... of course I mean like the you know marketing people always say the only thing worse than you know negative coverage is no coverage
1: right you know, I mean so, it, yeah. yeah. Any publicity is good publicity. Right, exactly. I'd go there just to be like, "What is?" Just this to make shit?
0: fun of people and not try to get my ass kicked. <laughs> yes. You know, see how many Confederate flags oh, I could burn right. in the parking lot before somebody came out and stopped me. You know,
1: well, and the Confederate flag thing is still like now. It's I remember when I was in eighth grade, it being a big thing, and then it just kept popping back and popping back. The cycles, you right? Know? It's, like, it,
0: it's 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 one of the you know the greatest hits. Yeah, Nazism, the Confederate flag. Yeah, it's the the white supremacist greatest hits thing. They just keep throwing it at you. And I
1: I remember even at 13 just being like, if it's upsetting so many people, just take it down. They're like, it's heritage. I'm like, you, what? Like-
0: yeah, but you know, heri- you it's didn't also even know it, it's your all, family right. members cannibalism is also heritage.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um incest is it's also a... <laughs> heritage. Um, you know, beating people beating people to death because yeah. they were from a different tribe is also heritage. Mm-hmm. So, we'll just yeah, sure, we'll just go full-out yeah. nuclear heritage. Kill, and just your start wife fucking randomly. You, Yeah, that's... you'll just start fucking randomly fucking with people yeah. and, you know, yeah, sure, why not? Because it's heritage. Because
1: it's heritage. Sorry, it it baby. ain't Sorry, hate. Ba- it's so, heritage. You're right.
0: Sorry, baby, you know. I don't want to kill you, but I feel compelled to. Because because of uh, heritage, you to, know, right? you know, you know everybody's, yeah, looking. <laughs> everybody's looking at me like, you know, you're, a, you a pussy? What's yeah, going on here? Yeah.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: That's not funny. <laughs>
1: so, but I mean, just even as a kid, just being yeah. like looking see, around, like, see, what, is the, what is the deal? Know,
0: and that's what I always take when I talk about my nine-year-old kind of epiphany, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's like, oh, that's awfully young. You know, I was, you know, I, I couldn't even wipe my own ass at nine years old or whatever. And I'm like, no, nine-year-olds are pretty fucking smart. I mean, yeah. how old's Viv?
1: She's seven.
0: Right. So she's on the verge of. I mean, she probably already is. Even my five-and-a-half-year-old grandson, he's had his first day of kindergarten today, which yeah. broke everybody in the family's heart. But He is so um, cute, too, by is the way. He a beautiful way. child. He's Thank you. He like is beautiful... the cutest beautiful.
1: child I've ever seen. Every time I see Georgia, I don't know her very right, well, right. but I always tell her, mm-hmm. like, he's, he's like the he's, cutest he's, he's kid I've ever seen. He's and, adorable.
0: And I will not argue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't he's like argue. He's a
1: beautiful little boy.
0: Um, even his teacher today said something to them when... the uh, Andrea filmed when... Um, she picked him up at school and uh he was in the back seat and the teachers or teacher's aide or whoever helped him get in the car, like and said, And he's also really handsome. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he's like he's like, Yeah, of course I am,
1: yeah. I don't know. come on, man. Yeah, all the time. Come on, man. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> all of this.
0: <laughs> but Jeez. anyway, so no, but you know, so it you know, they're they're little people. Mm-hmm. They have brains, they think. Oh, They're yeah. smarter than dogs. They're smarter than apes at this point. Yeah. They're smarter than any other creature on the planet. And so they can reason. And so like you're right. You know, when mm. I tell people I was nine years old doing the same thing you were talking, you know, people can't see because this isn't a video cast, but yeah. she's she was like looking around the room with her head, like, you know, and, and it's like that's the way exactly how I was. I was always going, This doesn't make any sense. I remember having arguments. We had, you know, an Arabic neighbor and we had a Jewish person lived up around the corner. And um, you know, I remember my dad occasionally would would or my across the street neighbor would have beers on the front porch on Friday evenings.
1: You know, just mm-hmm. three or
0: four old guys sitting there, and I like to always hang out with adults. I was not really
1: that's how Vivian so is. much yeah. into
0: kids. You know, I was really much rather hung out with adults than children, and because I learned a lot. And I remember the whole Arab Israeli thing, and I remember Munich happened and all that kind of stuff. So I would have been uh, I was only eight. When I think nine, when Munich happened. So, and it was like, I'm, so I'm asking questions like, well, I, I understand that killing people's bad, but the Palestinians are pissed off because the Israelis took their land away. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't you be pissed off if somebody came and took your house and like these four old guys drinking rolling rock beer, (laughs) I remember this, I remember (laughs) this just like it was yesterday, you know, and they're smoking cigarettes. I don't know. probably. Probably, um, smoking cigarettes and drinking rolling rock beer, two things you probably can't do nowadays. You know, all just stopped dead in their tracks, looked at me like, the fuck is wrong with you? Not even the fact that I, it was more the that, that I even had that thought, yeah. not the thought itself wasn't so much coming to question. It was just like, but I, but I was able to drill it down to that fundamental. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, I just, I just remember the adults kind of looking at me like, you're some kind of freak for being able to reason through that. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, but I mean, if you know, if you went home tonight and you just had... Somebody just handed you your kid and said, "All right, fuck off. This is our land now." I would imagine there'd be some kind of visceral reaction. You might not go mm-hmm. murder people or crash a plane or or break into the Olympics and take hostages, but no. there would be some visceral reaction. Yeah, you would not yeah. just go.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, have at
1: it for the. And oh, by the way, the God told me it was my land.
0: Yeah. Not only not I'm only a... am I kicking you out, but I'm kicking you out because. I believe God said this was my space.
1: I can understand why people would have a reaction like that. Mm-hmm. I am um, a pacifist. I'm a little right, bit right, more. Right. I, I get. I get a little, um, you know, chappy every once mm-hmm. in a while. But um, I pick, choose my battles, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm a, a walk away person typically. Okay. But
0: but you you would I, I, feel I, the injustice. I I understand it. I understand, yeah, it. Right, I understand yeah, right, why right, people right.
1: would especially for people who work really hard for their land or their mm-hmm. home or, mm-hmm. or, or who have been were there, there first, for yeah. example, who've been there yeah. for forever. And mm-hmm. that's part of their actual heritage mm-hmm. and, right. you know, and, and the whole, that whole issue is so complicated. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get kind of bogged down on all the different sides because mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. understand from certain points of views, but, it's just, it's really mind-boggling to me. Like,
0: like, yeah, I mean in, the
1: the the anger and the hate and
0: and the lack of progress. I mean, yeah. it's it's almost seems to be, it gets to a point with a lot of these problems. And and again, I hate to, say, I mean, I'm afraid I'm becoming a senile conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but you know, it makes you wonder whether there's some kind of, you know, I call it a um, uh, passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. I, I I call it a passive-aggressive um, conspiracy. So it's it's kind of like there's not some grandmaster plan and the masons or the whatever aren't in the background and like turning the wheels and the (laughs) dials, making this stuff happen. But people pick up on trends and they notice, Hey, if we sell cheap fast food, which is all tied to the soda pop, the pop, I call it pop. Mm -hmm. You guys call it soda. The the, The pop industry and the corn industry with the, you know, high fructose corn syrup stuff and all this kind of thing and then the diabetic companies. So yeah. these these things are self-reinforcing mm-hmm. for the, richer, the rich to get richer and the poor to get poorer. And and if you're, you know, a single mom and and you can get more calories in your kids cheaper and faster through fast food than you can by preparing a yeah. I meal. It actually costs more money to go to the local grocery store and costs way more time. And time is usually a premium for single moms. I mean, you yeah. would know more than me because oh, yeah. you are one. Getting um, to the
1: grocery store so, is hard. So, <laughs> you know, it's kind
0: of this – it's not like somebody sat down and mapped this out and said, okay, mm-hmm. we can totally, you know, create happy meals and, and get pop. I feel like it's, pop, it's
1: gotten but there it's, though. But it's,
0: but, but it's come together. Yeah, you know, the, it, it the, has a plan has, a plan has emerged out of the chaos you of know, whatever.
1: Perhaps you know? a, good intentions may have originally – you know, like, oh, we do, we're making this soda. And then, I don't know, I, I had right. the thought in my head there for a second and it's kind of disappearing. But, but
0: it's cheap calories and yeah, so that might be a good thing for children.
1: Yeah, the American greed somehow
0: has to
2: creep in there, in right. there. Right. Yeah. And, well, and, and kind I know of this somehow. I understand dis- that right.
1: destroys whatever good would have been, you know, for whoever, you know, right. Mr. And, and, Original and Coke is, right. who was yeah. like, I've you know
0: created something that can spent my last
1: dime making this soda that I want everybody (laughs) to try and it turns out to be a a great thing for him but then right
0: and then it becomes evil
1: and then it becomes yeah and yeah I think that might be the curse of America I mean I get that every country
0: has their own flaws, yes, and issues, and, right?
1: And we're still young in comparison to.
0: Well, and I think again that goes back to why we should probably have more dialogue, and and, and that issues are complex. You mentioned mm-hmm. before that you know all issues, not just Palestine and Israel, but I mean all issues are complex. Yeah. So you can't fix them with bumper sticker slogans. You can't fix mm-hmm. them with a with something on a ball cap. You have to have a plan. You have and, to an
1: action. You have to yeah. have
0: scientists. You have to have mathematicians. You have to have logic applied. People and, who and know what
1: they're doing. Critical right. thinking is something mm-hmm. that we we don't S- teach school. in schools anymore. And, and
0: lack by, you know. And again, part of my old man conspiracy thing is who benefits from that? The rich. Yes.
1: Yeah, I know that. And they don't even have to think critically necessarily. Anymore. Right. I mean, there's
0: a lot of stupid rich people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is. I, I know at least one <laughs> <laughs> every day proves. Yes. Uh, no, I don't but know how rich do. he is because I, uh, he won't we, let me. He won't, won't let me know. I don't know if we're but, ever going to find but, out how but rich I, he is. He does let me know every day how stupid he is. Yeah. I, he does definitely do that. Hugely stupid. Hugely. Bigly stupid. <laughs> bigly stupid. Small hands, stupid brain.
1: Yeah. Uh, Little okay. tiny hands. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: But it's just. Even stuff like that, like president, really, somebody actually looks at that and says president material.
1: Well, it's, uh, for uh, me, it's just more. Uh, it's like, does uh, does America realize that we are like the joke of the world? Yeah.
0: We've gone from you know, it's the 50th. It's ironic that he's president during the year we have the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. That's when like America peaked.
1: Yeah, most people think <laughs> like moon like moon my dad's peaked.
0: generation. Everybody thinks America peaked when we won the when we quote unquote won the war. Well, we didn't win the war. The mm-hmm. Russians and the English won the war. Yeah, we helped and we helped bigly. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not, and it's not a knock on any World War II veterans yeah. that are still alive and out there listening. I love you guys. Thank you for your everything you did. For came us.
1: in there a little right, later right.
0: There. But let's be honest. I mean, you know, the the Russians especially. I mean, they dug in deep and they they really they did a number on on the Germans. So. And here's me defending Russia of all countries. But <laughs> <just saying. laughs> there's a time and a place for everything, yeah. though. I mean, you know, I mean, so, so I, you know, I, in my life at least, I view that we peaked in nineteen, you know, nineteen sixty. I could agree with that. And now it's like so ironic that that we celebrate that peaking with this guy in the office, and it's kind of like, wow. I mean, talk about. How far have we fallen?
1: It's a it's You know, a shame, that's a yeah. sharp
0: curve. That's a <laughs> fucking sharp curve. And most of it's happened during my lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I start to think, is it my fault? My generation's fault? What did we do wrong? I mean, Reaganomics, I think, is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. I think Reagan was the start. You look at the curves. I was going
1: to I was gonna say, and I often think of Trump and Reagan. Reagan's
0: similar. Yeah. Yeah. But you look at the curves of, like, a wealth inequality. You look at the curves of um, um, African-American incarceration. You look at the curves for addiction. You look at the curves for... um the stock market, which people would say, "Well, it's growing. That's a good thing." Well, the stock market and the economy aren't the same thing. Yeah. You um, and you look at at taxes and who pays them and how much they pay, and and you look at the civilian military um, 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 divide. Those curves really started to to move in nineteen eighty, eighty one, eighty two, mm-hmm. and I mean that were well, the golden years of Reagan. That's when the Republicans thought everything was the, as best as it could ever be again, and but those curves all were, went the wrong direction. Yeah. And they've been continuously going that wrong direction for the last, you know, almost 40 years now. I was
1: going to say, I thought we were starting to come up a little bit, Mm -hmm. maybe with a...
0: Well, and, you know, you can say what you want about Bill Clinton. He's the last president left office with a budget surplus, which was all um, spent on the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. I
1: didn't have a problem with with Clinton, honestly. Um, Loved... Obama. Yeah. Oh, um,
0: absolutely love Obama.
1: Was not, not the a... <laughs> greatest president ever.
0: I mean, to be honest, I mean, as much as I love him as yeah. a human being and his family and as classy as they were and they represented the country well, very, yes. very well. Um, from a execution standpoint, he did not do, you know, he's a little bit naive, you know. I, I you know, feel he, like
1: he was just blocked he, every yeah. every corner. But
0: yeah, but I mean, aggressively, I think he still wanted, he he, he, he believed in an America where... People could do things together, well, and he wanted it to be so, and even the merrick Garland nomination, I mean, why that didn't go to the Supreme Court as a s as a lawsuit against Mitch McConnell or mm-hmm. against the Republicans for blocking you know this fake rule about well, it's a year before yeah. the election you know we'll let the people decide versus um or maybe just it was like you know pick your battles. you only know, talked before about you know he might have more of a mindset like you have, yeah, he's a very chilled dude and uh you know He's picking his battles, and he thought, well, Hillary's obviously going to win the election, so it's no hair off my ass. She's going to appoint the next Supreme Court justice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then this guy comes along and gets to pick two, and you're like, fuck, and maybe three. You know, and we're all buying our yeah, our RGB vitamins every day and mm-hmm. mailing them to her. You know, going, come on, girl, Just you got to keep, gotta, keep, you gotta,
1: you gotta, <laughs> keep, keep that.
0: It whatever it takes, she, you know. She works respirators, every day. Yep. you know. I mean, electric shock, whatever mm-hmm. it takes, you know. Petri got, dish your ass. I've got a kidney. You know? Yeah, right. I've got <laughs> spare kidney, spare. You know, a lot. You know, whatever. But so
1: no, he, but I, I mean, what Obama gave me that. No president has ever given me was hope um and that's what I keep from him because things have gone so downhill
0: right, and you think okay there's yeah. there's remnants of that there's there's, there's still in America there that could be again yeah. you I
1: just put on my Obama shirt sometimes, and I just <laughs> I feel it, you know, I feel like it says yes, we can and I think yes, we did, and yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yes exactly. we will, yeah because you know.
0: I forget we were watching I think it might have been um was it Big was it Big Little Lies? Is that the That's the
1: show, Big okay. Little Lies, yeah.
0: I think it was one of the characters in there said she was depressed and so she was she decided to uh Play back a, an old Obama speech and masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> that was how she. That was, that was how she got out of her funk.
1: <laughs> well, I would. I don't know about I'm, I'm just I'm, just, saying, I'm um, just throwing it out there. Yeah, as, you know, sure, there are, that's an option. Sure, you know, that's yeah. an option.
0: I mean, I mean, and um, even
1: even Bush. As much as I hated him when he was in office, I don't. I don't hate him hate him.
0: Right, right. I would
1: go have a beer with him.
0: I love his any relationship day. with Michelle. Yeah. When the two of them see each other it's like they have this crush, this hidden yeah. you know. Because, you know, um,
1: and he's turned out to be an amazing artist, I have to say.
0: Yeah, he's from what I've seen yeah, of his yeah. work. But he he was I mean, if have you seen the movie Vice?
1: No, I haven't. Seen right, it. you
0: need to. You need to see. Well, you don't need to, but you should see it. But he was just manipulated, and I he's not the smart. He was, he's not the smartest guy in the world. No,
1: he. Uh, mean, he. He always. As y'all would
0: say, down south, bless his heart.
1: Bless his heart. <laughs> bless little heart. That's not, always. You know, you kind of always knew that about him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But right. But um, I mean, like, he's
0: still, even though he doesn't drink anymore, he's still the drunken frat idiot, he, rich, oh my boy, gosh. rich boy, rich boy. You him, know, rich kid, you know,
2: favorite, but he's not
0: a horrible person. Like you no, said, I mean, yeah. if he moved in next door, I'd be like, yeah, okay. He's kind of, I don't agree with him on some shit. You don't shit, agree with everything, but, but you can but, but talk yeah, and yeah. laugh. We can have a beer. Like you said, we could yeah. sit on the back deck and have a beer and everybody baby think it'd be cool.
1: I mean, his, him, my favorite thing about the only redeeming thing about Trump's inauguration was probably George Bush trying to get that poncho on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing ever, and he's just laughing in the pictures too. He knows he can't do it.
2: (laughs) And
0: and and again, like I love his relationship with Michelle Obama because they 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 they're always making eyes at each other, and they're always telling little whispering in each other's ear, and it just shows that he's he's at least a human being.
1: Mm -hmm. I can
0: I can't imagine Trump.
1: You don't even see him doing that with with his wife. wife
0: exactly, let alone somebody else. Well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and and for you know, I mean? uh, you know yeah, for right. Obama to be it'd be creepy be completely and if Trump all cool of a sudden did that too, yeah. if somebody
0: did that he's so fucking creepy you'd be like dude oh god like, yeah, yeah you want to comment now press you know, charges. Right? yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he's not whispering in your ear that's <laughs> not, not you know it's, <laughs> that's it's, not my it's, ear that's not sir. my ear yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're a little I'm 3 a little feet 3 up. feet higher <laughs> 3 feet higher yeah pretty much anyway no. Well, so have we? We've got plenty of uh, fodder for at least one, if not two, uh, podcasts.
2: Oh, really? We don't have to okay. stop talking.
0: If you want, we could take another vodka well, break, let's take a break. I can see, and if, a, my, and I'll see if my plants cigarette. and I can see if my plant's burning down or not. Okay. <laughs> like <be> like, <laughs> oh, good. hey, well, sorry to interrupt the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Talk in Turns. Music's been provided by Mister Scruffy. Some photography's been provided by photographs by Andrea. Please visit our website at www.talkingturns.com. That's wwwt Talking Turns is copyrighted. Any use of this material requires the expressed written consent of George Knapp. Opinions expressed on Talking Turns are solely those of the speaking participants. These opinions do not in any way reflect the beliefs or opinions of our sponsors, associates, employers, or other individuals associated with this broadcast. Again, thanks for listening and be kind to yourself.